Meltzer. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Mates. Welcome to One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means. This is your reality check. It is our happy hour. Kevin, Zach, thanks for being on the show. No Always a pleasure. Well, what would I do without you two? I'm not sure. Wow, no answer. Okay. Probably just do a show Clearly a lot. I, I guess I could yak myself for 30 minutes. I'm your host. I'm Wanda Means. I'm the author of my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. This is my 16th episode of the show. We are making it. So my first segment is always just me and my mouth. And um, this weekend I wanted to, and that's pretty much a free-for-all. This weekend I went to Denver and played in a hockey tournament. And I learned a big lesson in physics. You know that lesson about two pieces of matter cannot occupy the same space at the same time? Yeah. I learned that the hard way. Did you you cross-check somebody? Somebody cross-check you? Well, that happened too, but I um, went flying for a puck and missed and couldn't stop because I was going full speed and I... The board stopped Ooh. me head on. Yeah, my friends didn't think I was going to get up, and it hurt really bad. So you didn't get like knocked out, did you? I, you know, matter when they run into each other, they displace. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought I could become one with the board, but no, that didn't happen. Shattered the glass. I did not shatter the glass, but mm. I certainly shattered my neck and my Ouch. head. Yeah. So and that wasn't as bad because the next day a girl, oh, I don't know, let's just say 6'2", 350. I'll show you a picture to give you guys a visual. I know people can't see it on the podcast. Mm. She decided to knock me out. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Ouch. You've had a rough go of it yeah. in the, uh, I mean, on the ice lately. So my head really did start to swell. Yeah. And um, I could feel the helmet and she literally, it was after the whistle was blown, of course she got a penalty. I mean, she literally clocked me in the face. Really? Knocked me flat on my ass, hit my head in the ice. So my friends on the bench are like, oh, please, Amanda, she gave you a love tap. It's just that she's three times your size. It knocked you flat on your ass. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's probably true. It hurt. So, you know, there's that story of David and Goliath. Lost that one. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners. I I mean, there are some big women that play hockey. Yeah, I believe and it. You those, all people, know, those people don't mess around. I'm 5'2", yeah. 120, maybe. Yeah. Between your hockey activities and your police ride-along, it's like you're lucky to be alive right now. I mean, yes, <laughs> I know. I went on a police ride-along, which I want to talk about. I have utmost respect for my female police officer friends yeah. that I have now become friends with, and I have learned a lot. Mm. We all need to be very grateful for the cush life that we live. But I'm going to talk about that in my third segment but now i'm going to talk about something that really pisses me off i don't know if my head's on straight after this weekend when we <laughs> lost by the way we didn't even make it to the maybe not to screw oh. loose well i know it did <laughs> so i get back and i get invited to this park city's chatter on facebook and someone and i'm like why am i going to do this it's just people yakking their mouth yeah which i'm fine with yakking in my mouth but then someone brings up something that pisses me off so of course i have to yak right. of course Apparently, they allow youth ministers to come into our schools during the day at lunch and talk to the kids. Really? I can't take my kid lunch because that's a get breaking the rule. But Isn't they, that like a separation of church and state thing? See, that's what I think. So That, that seems pretty cut and dry. I mean, mm. can you imagine a Muslim walking in with all their gear? Don't you think parents would be like, what the oh, hell? Oh, that should be a yeah. problem. Yeah, but it's okay because it's Holland Park Methodist, which is where, oh, my kids go to church, right. and they that's where I got married. That's where, and, and I'm a supporter of the church, not so much anymore, but I was for many years. They were all baptized there, 
and these they come and talk to the kids and I, i'm like are you kidding me this violates so many rules right. and they allow it to happen i mean what i mean the, highland park is not a private school it is a publicly funded school yeah but somehow i think we think we're private and so it's okay they let them go through i I don't even know what to say. I'm so shocked at this. Can parents just like stroll in with their kids' lunch and like give it no, to them? Or? No. I heard, I heard next week they're going to have rabbis come in and they're going to be handing out yarmulkes. Okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, if you want the youth ministers to come, and of course I piss everyone off saying, what if they're a pedophile? And then for July it's Buddhist monks and they have the little, you know, the Buddha statues. It's fine. How about the atheists? Can they come in and preach what they have to say too? Just come in and hang out. Yeah, if it should be any and all, you know? That's all or nothing. Okay, sure. my point is you should not let random adults come in to a kid when they're yeah. 12 and 13 yeah. year olds they just want to talk about whatever snapchat they just saw yeah. whatever's on instagram they don't want to be preached to i can't imagine no. a time in my life where i was less interested in religion than that junior age. high yeah right. uh, so they'd allow it at our school and i so am, i'm so against it i hope to god they get rid of it those kids have to think that youth minister is such a dweeb such a douche yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody thinks he's cool no, no there's way. nothing yeah. exciting going on there no. So I threw a comment about girls giving blowjobs in the middle school. Let's can I show up at the school and talk about? Can I go up to every kid and go? Have you been abused? I mean, is that okay? That's a good question. I mean, but no, and I'm not going to do well, that. Yeah. But that's what these youth ministers are doing. They're coming in and they're, you know, they're pre. I don't know. Yeah, just, what's the score there? <laughs> what you're talking about to me seems more beneficial edu- from an education standpoint than the the youth minister. I mean, Definitely. if I could just walk up to every girl in eighth grade and say, "Please don't give a blowjob." That pissed off parents on my um, when I wrote that in my blog. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that not going over too well. It didn't, but it's okay to talk about you know the youth ministries and my kids go to the youth ministry, so it's not like I'm against it because I'm for it. I'm just not for it during school. Yeah, during lunch. I, I'm pretty sure the federal government isn't for that either. I don't think that's allowed. Well, I think of I course like a, I'm sure we have found a loophole in the law. I don't know. Well, I think I, it's actually regulated on a state level. I don't know, but still, I, I think there's one that was like a, that's a cut and dry black yeah. and white example of what you're not allowed to do and why is it only protestants i, I don't know I, I, whatever i don't ask, get it asking the tough questions i am yeah. because that's what i do i, I like ask those. the yeah. tough questions so i always have to bring in child abuse because that's really my full-on mission mm. and i'm reading this book daring greatly which i talked about last week you know courage choosing courage over uh, comfort every day and those police officers that i went on that ride with the right. other day I mean, they are clearly choosing courage every day. To to choose cold, courage is to choose vulnerability. So one of the things I read in the book, which really hit home with me, was she had talked about shame. And your mother ever say to you, shame on you? Mm, yeah. Yep. So that's, you know, that was a big thing to say back then. And it's not really said anymore. But, I mean, I sometimes will say it to my kids if they're assholes to other kids. <laughs> That always that always hit pretty hard when when parents would say it, especially my mom. The, the one that always would really get me though is, "You should be ashamed." That oh, really? always made me feel really bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right. was, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that that's one a big was one too. A crusher for me. Well, yeah. and in the book it says shame is very painful for children yeah. because it is linked to the fear of being unlovable. Right. So for you, like you said, Kevin, that always hit home for you. Yeah. So and it hits home for me because when I was abused and when I told my mother, she didn't believe me, and then she said, "Shame on you! You're ruining our family." Yeah. Can you imagine? That's one you can't shake. That's that, that, that's not when my kid's an asshole to someone else. I go shame on you. What the fuck is your problem? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, chill out. It's not the same as when my mother said to me, no, "Shame on you for ruining our family because no. you're opening your mouth." Yours is yeah. appropriate. 
Anyway, that so that one is just kind of fucked up. Mm. I very much appreciate Brene Brown writing this book because I did want to pull that out because so many children are abused and then they're called out and then they're shamed. God, it drives me crazy. What is wrong with people? And then when when I saw this Down syndrome child coming out of this apartment on this police ride along the other day, I just. I just felt so sorry for that kid, the abuse that must go on in that apartment complex. I'm going to get into all of that because it really is. Um, it really did open my eyes when I went on this police ride. And I, I'm pretty sure I will never be the same. There's your pinky penis again. There it is. <laughs> That's my segue. Coming up, I will be talking about why men shouldn't shove their tongues down your throat. I'm Wanda Means. I'm one blunt woman. Tight. More of One Blunt Woman is coming up. Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. Something that every business owner relies on is good advice. And that's where SCORE can help. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Tuned in to One Blood Woman on RNCN. This shit really happens. I'm back, so don't turn me off. I'm Wanda Means. I'm One Blood Woman. This is my This Shit Really Happens segments, and I generally tell dating wars, dating war stories. I really should tell the war story of the war on drugs that I experienced in my ride along, but I'm going to start that next. But I have to talk about, because I like to tell my dating stories, so there's always some weird ones. So I went on a date the other night with this guy. <sighs> I'm so, I hate dating, first of all. When was the last time you went on a date? Oh, I hate dating. It's a fucking interview. It's, it's just, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. Everybody's so phony. So fucking fake. Yep. So then I, I show up. We're at a really cool rooftop bar on Lower Greenville, and the wind is blowing. It's a great night, and I show up, and he doesn't look like his pictures. Oh, God. Oh, I was like, no. The misrepresentation is always the worst. And he wasn't unattractive. He just wasn't. Wasn't what the picture was. The picture, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's really cute. I think it's all about the angle. Yeah. I mean, I represent... Did he have a good variety of pictures, like, in his he repertoire? three pictures. Three? Yeah, okay. and he was funny, and he was interesting. <sighs> I, I just... How do we... You lose a little respect as soon as you realize that it kind of misrepresented himself. I do, so. and so after the date, he went to kiss me, and I so didn't want to kiss him, but I just did it to be nice, because he did buy me dinner. Right? Yeah. I didn't, that's a horrible thing to say. I, I, I like the... Yeah, that's, that's a nice quality, though. So, throw he him a, Throw me. him a consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He 
takes his tongue and he shoves it down my throat. And I'm like, I wanted to run so fast. And then he goes, well, can I come in? I'm like, fuck no. You don't even know how to kiss. He gave you the high school tongue. Yeah. Is that what that's called? That's what I call it. Yeah. That's when people don't okay. know how to make out, and they just are like that. They didn't think that's all it is. It's just all tongue and mouth, and it's, yeah. I mean, as I went through no the date for the two hours, it. I I started to you know be more attracted to him. I mean, not totally. I was like, I really you didn't want to bang him. No, but he wanted to come in and bang me, and yeah. I'm like, no, and I'm just like, and you can always tell. From the way a guy kisses, if he's going to be any good in bed. Yep. It's like when you go to a Mexican restaurant. If the salsa that makes sucks, sense to me. it's not going to be really good Mexican food. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I know. I'm like, yeah, their salsa blows. I don't, I'm not going to like the rest of the food. So it's if he kisses you and it sucks or down your throat, I'm like, whoa, damn, put the tongue back. Yep. Like, how do guys at 45 years old not know how to kiss? That's a good question. Did you not get a lesson? I think that's one of those things that if you never got good at it and didn't kind of pick it up at a younger age, you're never going to be that great. I mean, there was that's never... like water skiing. There was never a... <laughs> True. There... You know what I mean? Like, if you are not, if you don't pick it up pretty quick, <laughs> you're never going to be good. Like, it's just... Oh, okay. You're doomed forever. I see what you're saying. So... Hold on, say that again, Zach. I had you, your mic muted. You don't think practice makes perfect? Okay, so he must not get well, a lot yeah, of practice. Well, yeah, it does, but you still have to have that kind of base. It's, I'll give you a good example, okay? Right. I sucked at baseball when I was a kid. I practiced <laughs> it a lot, and I played a lot, and I did it oh, for okay, years, that's a but good I point. never really got good. It, if you don't have like a natural right. ability from the beginning, you're never going to be that An good. An innate ability. Yeah. That's like me playing hockey. No matter how much I play, I'm never going to be as good as my nine-year-old because he started skating at three years old. If you right. don't start something- He's going to jump on you. Not that you should start making out at nine years old. I'm just saying. It's I mean, good, at yeah. three years old. <laughs> but come, I mean, so I want to tell my boys. Yeah. Listen, guys, if you want a girl, you better learn how to kiss. I mean, yep. it's not like I'm going to show them because that would just be weird. But I, how do you make sure your boys know it? I mean, it's like it's a little uncomfortable, but I want to make sure that they know what they're doing. This is awkward. Right. I don't know how to. In that situation, it's almost like take notes from a chick flick rather than a porn. Definitely. Okay. I like that. I mean, I'm not into porn. I've seen porn. But porn all guys are into porn. All I mean, guys. Because guys, guys are visual. A lot, in a lot of ways, porn creates this artificial template of sexuality for men that is just completely absurd. It's like, do not take anything away from porn as being reality. Right. None of that is legit. None of that is real. Yeah. So you're saying penises really aren't that big? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some are. Who was that guy that was the big guy from the 70s that had raw... Uh, Ron Jeremy? John him, Holmes? Yeah, uh, no. Or, Ron yeah. Jeremy. John Holmes? Yeah. No, that was... That reminds me of the cuckoldry that I talked about on our last show with that big black dude. Yeah. My friend Tabby thought it was a donkey. <laughs> 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 I said, it's not a donkey. It was just a black dude. Whatever. He was huge. Uh, huge. And Okay. So I don't like tongue down my throat. So guys that are listening, please don't shove your tongue down their throat. Girls don't like that. Women don't like that. Mm. And anyways. Okay. So... That is my... Oh, and then he texts me at the end of the day, and he says, you're a lot cooler than I thought you would be. Ooh. What does that mean? Ouch. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I'm pretty cool, but... Yeah. It's one of those backwards compliments yep. that the guy didn't realize at the same time he's kind of insulting you. Backhanded compliments. Yeah, he's totally yeah, yeah. insulting me because I'm pretty yeah. cool, but I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not that cool, but whatever. I thought you were going to suck, but you know, you're actually nice to hang out with. Yeah. It's like, that's not really totally very flattering. I totally wasn't it before I met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well and then so me for me it's the opposite yeah, the exactly. second i met you i am not into it <laughs> so how do you respond by saying that he doesn't live in dallas thank god i'll never have to see him again yeah. he's like oh can i see you again i'm like uh, no yeah. well how'd you end up meeting him anyway he was on tinder oh tinder but he doesn't live in dallas i got you so when i was going out for my girlfriend's 40th so i had a couple of hours to kill right. yeah so the her 40th came an hour sooner than I had to be there. <laughs> have you ever checked out Tinder in a different in a different like state or town? I have, but I've never gone. Okay, so when I was in Florida with my kids 
and and my ex-husband i tendered this guy and he was totally hot so he goes well i'll be at the bar in the atlantis and so my girlfriend and i went looking for him and we saw him from afar and we ran away yeah and it was no good huh? <laughs> it's like i've done that if you're done that just run away <laughs> i didn't know this was a big Fled. thing in tinder culture that dudes put up pictures to make themselves look way better and they're not i, I don't i don't thought that honestly i'm telling you I it was the women angle. Did that more than men. i should have realized it was the angle of the picture and the guy I dated for a couple of years, you know, I told him, you are much better looking in person. And that's what you'd rather have is someone is <laughs> seriously is much better looking in person. Yeah. So, you know, then they're not lying. I, you're you're hot. Your pictures were cute, but oh, in person. Right. Um, yeah, you're right. That is better. I'd rather be pleasantly surprised yeah. than turned off immediately going, fuck, how much longer do I have to sit here and banter bullshit? Thank God a hockey game was on because we were watching hockey. <laughs> the only Tinder trick I would use, and it's not misrepresentation, but it is kind of a trick. It's kind of a cheat. As I would post a lot of pictures of me like doing radio stuff. That's right. totally cool. It's what you do. I'm impressed by that. that yeah, that was just it's just a way to, you get more attention that way. Well, and luckily for you, the camera adds more weight because you are skinny. I'm not that skinny. You're skinny. All right. You know, I read that they, they did some kind of a study top 10 professions that uh, get people laid the most on Tinder. What? Yeah. Radio DJ was like three. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I figured like... Well, y'all both have great voices. Of a band or something. Thanks. Y'all should have a show. Oh, what you do. Oh, right. <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay, so moving on. The next thing I was... Uh, I was doing some um, reading this morning, and I saw this thing called sextortion. I've never heard of that. Oh. I, I, I mean, I'm not searching porn sites. My God, I was on CNN just looking for what was going on in the world. Have you guys heard of sextortion? Is no. That, is that like sexploitation? Somewhat. They use your personal information, and they blackmail you. So, uh, like, into what? Okay, so like, you know how you have your little camera right here <laughs> yeah. on your computer, and yeah. so if you're talking to someone on a video, like skyping or whatever, there's a green light or whatever. Yep. So you know. So what they do is they email you a Trojan. I don't know why they call it a Trojan. I'm not very technical. And they email you a Trojan. It gets into your computer, and then they could see you without that light going on. Right. Have you heard of this stuff? Yeah. And so what they'll come on and they'll literally hack your computer and talk to you and tell you, I can see you. I know what you're doing. I'm going to blackmail you. I'm going to extort everything out of here. They call it web extortion, webcam hacking. Right. Um, so they go in and they, they they sell this stuff. These are They make you put on more videos or pictures that they turn around and it's available for sale or trade on these websites. I wouldn't care. Like you know what? Fine. You want a video of me in my bathroom jerking off? Go nuts! Like what are you gonna what are you gonna do with that? Go hey, out of I don't want that. I don't want that either. Yeah, but it's but you not would for care. Us. You would care. Yeah, I mean, right. women would care much more than men. Well, I'm yes. sure it's the men. I'm sure they're extorting women. Yeah. I mean, it's a type of rape in a weird way. I kind of yeah, definitely in a really twisted. I, way. I can't. Who thinks up this shit? There's, I don't understand it. You, you never saw somebody put like a piece of tape over their webcam? Oh, is that I've definitely I've seen done that. it before. Yeah. yeah. And what because does that it do? Me, it just it blocks the camera. Yeah. It, they can't see you. Oh, God, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you I just mean, put a piece of tape God, over it or something. Uh, anyway, I don't understand what's going What's wrong with the world. Uh, but yeah. okay, so Kevin's giving me the pinky penis, so that means I have got to go into transition into a break. Next up, we are going to be talking about my ride along with the Dallas police. I have never had my eyes opened as much as they were open the other day. I'm one to mean, because I'm one blunt woman. You're listening to One Blunt Woman on RNCN, a mouth that matters. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Today, nearly half our nation's fighting forces are members of the Guard and Reserve. When they are called to active duty, they leave behind a family, a community, and a job. 
Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, a Department of Defense agency, honors and protects the bond between service members and their civilian employers. Whether serving our country or supporting those who do, we all serve. To learn more about ESGR, call 1-800-336-4590 or visit esgr.mil. Hi, this is Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings because of test scores. When your student has a great score, they can get free college. I am giving away my 15 secrets to free college. Go to my website, collegeprepgenius.com. Click on 15 secrets to free college and use the code radio. You're going to learn the secret formula that colleges use to get you free college. So again, that's www.collegeprepgenius.com. You're tuned in to One Blood Woman on RNCN. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means and we have changed our song to Surrender. And that's appropriate for the ride-along that I went on the other day. <laughs> we got lots of new music today. I'm digging it. I do yeah. like my surrender. I do like that cheap trick, right? That's it. That takes me back to the 80s. Oh, I'm going to The Cure on Sunday. Y'all Are going? You really? Oh, I knew, I heard they were going to be here. Love The Cure. I love The Cure. Yeah, I know they announced a, a U.S. tour. Yeah, but I didn't get tickets. I'll do anything that has to do with the 80s. I got to throw some Cure in for next week. Oh, that's good. Let's throw The Cure in. Cure's good. So Tuesday, I went on an adventure. It was an enormous adventure for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a mom raising four kids, right? Mm, yeah. I live in a very uh, bubbly, entitled world. But I went on a plane and went to a third world country. Okay, not really. I didn't go on a plane. <laughs> I went three exits. Probably nor- felt like it. I went three exits north of my exit off of 75. Isn't yeah. that scary? Yes. Close I to mean, home. there is a third world country right here. Four minutes to get there from my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. okay. So I went to the police ride along. I went with uh, my hockey buddy, Jenna. She's a police officer. But I had to go through a ton of paperwork. They make you sign all this stuff. They do a background check. Um, the chief of police has to sign off on it. So it's not something you could just call up a friend and go, oh, can I sit in the back of your police right. car? Right. No. So she picked me up. We go to the headquarters and um, or the central station. There's police cars everywhere. I met some policemen. The building is as government esque looking bland vanilla yeah, very, you can boring. Ma- very right. boring so we uh, so we go in the locker room and i look at all the lockers and i'm in the woman's locker room right. and there's pictures all over the locker of all their kids so i'm thinking they go there every day they put their they come in their street clothes they put their police uniform on picture after i mean it, it made it very personal for yeah. me so i'm sitting here as bland as that building was these women i mean they're moms right so they go to work every day and they come home to, i mean they're just like me they're ra- they're raising children i i so I, I it took me a minute to take this in because i don't do this for a living i i'm a mom i raise four kids but i don't go so we go we get um in the police car we go up to this five points area whatever they call it it's the fucking hood as far as i'm concerned <laughs> so five points the five points I, I drive through there all the time when i take my kids to cop top golf right i mean i i just i'm i'm it's rare for me to be at a loss of words but i am so we pull in and there's a bunch of shady dudes um sitting there of course doing nothing and we walk through the complex it's almost 100 degrees they make me wear this dark police jacket i'm sweating my ass off did you have to wear a bulletproof vest no i was gonna I, ask the exact they same did thing. not ask me to um but one of the the 
their commanders at the place said, Wanda, do you want a, a vest? And I thought right. he was kidding, but I, maybe he was serious. Right. So they're not, I guess, they're kind of first responders, but not technically. They're a special unit where they go and they literally know all these known criminals and they arrest them and take them to jail. And, and Jenna, my friend, says the hardest part about her job is she'll go arrest someone for drugs and two weeks later she's back at the same place. Yeah. Same guys there. You talk about a vicious cycle. So I'm scared shitless. I'm my he- I am sweating. My heart is beating. And Jenna's partner, T, goes, she, she points her finger and snaps and points her finger and says, don't move. I want you right there where I can see you. I mean, the last person said that to me was my mother when yeah. I was five years old. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not All going right. anywhere. I'm going to do anything you say. I'm mm. going to do it Because she didn't want me out of their sight. Because yeah. if something happened, you never know if someone's going to pull a gun. So I'm sitting there sweating to death and and Jenna goes up and, and they can't, there's no warrant at this point for them to, sp- to search their body. So she's patting them down, touching them, and she feels this big wad of cash. So I'm thinking, did he cash his pension in? I don't know. So w- these guys, they just sit there all day and wait for someone to show up and and bring a delivery and then they turn around and sell it to all these people in this complex, which was nasty. There was this nasty mattress just standing by yeah, the that door. Yeah, that was gross. That was gross. By the door that was beaten, beaten to in, shit. Yeah. Yes. And w- there was rotted wood in the walkways and there was this poor little down baby Hispanic child that was crying in and out of the apartment with the, the music blaring loud. It wasn't any music. It wasn't cheap tricks or whatever. It wasn't any good song. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Nothing like, classic. I just, I'm standing there and I go, and so then four police cars pull up and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to arrest someone. Well, it's like a raid. Well, it was time for lunch, so we left. So <laughs> we went to lunch. I'm with 10 police officers, and here's me drinking a Bloody Mary. They're all drinking tea, and I'm like, I need a drink. Right. This has been a very stressful morning for me. Mm. <laughs> and they, of course, they okay, can't Okay, you're drink. not on the clock. I know, I'm not on the you're clock. You're not I'm, on duty. I'm just sitting here observing all this. So then we leave, and they say, we got to arrest some 400-pound dude who uh, there's warrants out for him. So we go there, and or we're on the way there, and I'm sitting in the back. My seatbelt's not on. I'm not paying attention, and the cop card's kind of dirty and gross and I think there's some sort of bodily fluid on the ceiling yeah what, what was the coloration of that it was a brownish remember that whole um, truffle butter I talked about mm-hmm. something along those lines gotcha it just streaked across the something ceiling. grotesque like a melted I, Snickers yes I wasn't gonna t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone melted their Snickers so I'm no. looking at it and I'm just like oh I can't touch anything in this car so Jenna goes put your seatbelt on Juana I go why we're just going across the highway and then her sirens are on I go ooh Wow, this is fun. It's wow, exciting. So we get on 635. We're in East Dallas. We go to a Motel 6. I don't think anything good ever happens at a Motel 6. Probably not. <laughs> so we get there, and there's this man laying there who had been stabbed multiple times, blood gushing out, screaming, am I going to die? Am I going to die? And I was like, oh, God. I mean, and then this skanky, uh, skanky, this scantily clad young woman <laughs> was wearing barely anything she uh is telling him that this hispanic dude stabbed him the black guy's gone that he stabbed him they apparently were doing it in a room and it's the ex-boyfriend i mean drama 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 a lot of moving parts here (laughs) and so the poor black guy is like i just need to get to work i you know i have to pay for my room i mean can you imagine living day to day like no no clue and he and the poor kid he couldn't speak 
he couldn't form a proper sentence. And I am just, I am looking at all this. They haul the guy off. He went into surgery. I don't even know if he made it or not. And I just, all these lives are ruined. And they're all crackheads or they're on meth or they're on heroin. I don't know what they're on, but God, what a life. I know. And it just made me think, I am so grateful. I got home, sat on my couch, and I couldn't move. I was exhausted. And Jenna has to get up the next morning and do it all over do again. The same thing. Every day. Can you imagine? Okay, so what I'm telling to all you people that are listening, all 22 of you, whatever you do, if you see a policeman buy him lunch or a policewoman, they work their ass off. I can't imagine. They shield us from the shit out there. And I, for one, am very grateful. I, I just, what an experience. This was an adventure of a lifetime for me. And for them, it's their day-to-day life. Mm. I have to wrap up my 16th episode. I am the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over40.com. I will be telling more stories about dating, parenting in the Centella world, and more sex in your 40s. And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes an incredible amount of strength. I'm Wanda Means, and you're listening to One Blunt Woman. For more information on Wanda Means One Blunt Woman podcast, follow us on Facebook at Wanda Means One Blunt Woman and visit us on our website, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. You ignore the signs, so you enable. You don't want to alienate your child, so you enable. But if you think they're trying drugs, you shouldn't be afraid. You're the parent. So you are able. And we can help. So you are able. Get help at drugfree.org. Partnership for a Drug-Free America Texas Alliance. I'm Jason Holsey, owner of Load-Bearing Wall Pros. Your home is your biggest single investment. Why let two bucks in a truck guess on what structural members need to be installed in your attic or ceiling? Leave that work to the Load-Bearing Wall Pros. If you're like everyone else and you don't know where to turn to have this wall taken down, look no further. Load-Bearing Wall Pros are here at your service. We remove load-bearing walls to open up floor plans. Visit us at loadbearingwall.com. That's loadbearingwall.com. For America's wounded warriors, coming home can be a battle in itself. The USO provides ways for all of us to support our wounded warriors. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in their lives.